Hello and welcome to the debut of Frizz and the Grizz podcast. My name is Steve Trudeau. I'm joined by my good friend, D. Frizz. What's up, buddy? Yes, sir. What's cooking, baby? Happy Monday. Happy effing Monday. You were digging that uh, lead-up music, huh? I saw you jamming on the If this is what we're going to play every time, I'm going to be bumping every single time, bro. That shit is dope. I love the energy, man. I love it. So, brand new sports and pop culture podcast. I'm going to apologize in advance to the audience. It might be a little clunky at first, right? We're getting the chemistry down, figuring it out. Stick with us. It'll be a good time. Telling you that right now. Um, so for today's show, lots of NFL football stuff. We we're trying to talk pre-show, like where we're going to start the show. And Darian, I threw out a word or two words, and you were very fired up. What were the two words? You remember? Oh damn! Um, I know you said Lamar Jackson. That was it. You were oh, okay? You just don't. Yeah, you had something <laughs> for me on that. I was like, all right, don't tell me now. Yeah, wait for the show. So what did you have for me on so Lamar this- Jackson? This whole situation with his contract, man, like, I'm not going to lie. It's it's got me, like, like very frustrated uh, because we don't know if we're in, like, a prove-it-to-me-now league. And we don't know if it's, like, yeah, the proof is in the pudding, if the history is actually helpful, or if, like, you think about somebody's future. And with this contract that, you know, he still hasn't been signed, like, they offered him something. I was watching it today. Like, he has uh, the availability to sign a contract right now, but it's not the guaranteed money that he's looking for. And point blank, like, if – Deshaun Watson got what he just got up in Cleveland. I'm not like if I'm him, I'm not signing for anything less than him with everything that he's got going on literally off the field. And like he hasn't played any. I love Deshaun Watson. Loved him since he was in Clemson. He hasn't played it down in a year. And he just got paid. So it's like, I don't understand how you could have the record that he has. Granted, like people will say, well, what about his playoff record? Don't worry, I hit you with the stats for that, too. But, like, he has the record that he has, the passing that he's had, the rushing that he's had, an MVP. Like, what else does this man have to prove to be a longtime quarterback? Like, it, Baltimore drafted him and changed everything about Baltimore. And now they're like, well, I know that we've won the most in the NFL since we've had him. You know, I know that we have a similar playoff record to other quarterbacks that have been paid. But, like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if we're going to pay him. I just don't get it. So like that situation's got me, you know, it's got me up in arms. I got me up tight because of it. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. Like I, I, I like him. I like watching him play. There's a, he's just the weirdest player because he's super polarized, and there's a lot of haters. People either love him or hate him. There's like no one in between. I exactly. just to play devil's advocate. Like if I'm the management there, the biggest risk factor with him is like he is a mobile quarterback and he's going to take a lot of hits, and that's kind of like what makes him special. And I think what they're doing is they're waiting as long as they can to like to pay him because why pay him now when next year he could just destroy his his knee or something and just never be the same. So for me, I just think that they're just trying to wait it out and see how long can I get by on this cheap rookie deal before I have to pay the man. But the thing with him is like he's being way too nice about this. If I'm Lamar Jackson, dude, I'm just not showing up. I'm playing hardball and being an asshole like every day until I get my money. See, that's the thing, though, is, is I, and I, again, granted, I, I heard it today. Mama raised him right. He signed up to play football. He's a football player. He's going to be on the field. He's the first one in the locker room and the last one out. He's helping his offensive lineman. He's getting people, even though whatever his name was from OU left, uh, the wide receiver that just left to go play. Oh, Brown? Yeah, like, oh, he wasn't playing enough. You know how many drop passes he had? Like, he got, he got the ball to people. So, like, he, part of it was his fault. But, like, Lamar's just there to ball. He's going to show up. He's going to do his thing. And the problem with that is, like, he's not going to hold out. 
He's not. He's going to play. He's going to go on the field. He's not going to play preseason, obviously, because, like, that's just going to risk injury. But, like, he's going to show up week one. He even gave him a deadline. He's just like, yo, you need to find out this contract stuff. If you don't, don't talk to me until the offseason. And then in the offseason, you can't. You're going to franchise me? I'm going to get paid a lot. So if you franchise me, I'm going to get paid a lot. And then if you don't long-term me, like, all you're doing is delaying the inevitable for me to be like, you know what? You franchised me twice. I'm definitely not re-signing. Good luck with restarting your franchise. Because, like, by then, JK is going to be out, up and gone. Mm-hmm. That defense that they have is going to be older. You know what I mean? Like Marcus Peters ain't going to be there for much longer if they they realize that they're not going to be playing offense. So it's like they got a lot They got a lot to risk. And I, I just don't – I'm not a fan of not paying them, especially when the results, pull, like, show. When he's yeah. on the field, they're dominant. When he's off the field, obviously, they're not. Like, there's a huge difference. Yeah, he does He does a lot for that offense, especially considering how barren they are as far as talent is concerned, especially last year. I, I'm Who they 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 roll out and running back uh, – Last year, it was like a Saints runoff. Oh, brought, Madison. They, they, I think they even brought back like Adrian Peterson. It was bad. Like, they, they, yeah. I think Ty makes a good point in the chat. Like, you know, Josh Allen got the bag. And he's a mobile quarterback. I just, uh, what I don't understand is like, you could compare the two's career, Josh Allen and Lamar, and Josh Allen suffered way more earlier in his career. Like he looked like he was not going to be a successful mm-hmm. quarterback the first couple of years. Whereas Lamar second year is wearing MVP. So like, even the trajectory of the two, Lamar was instantly better than Josh Allen. And I'm not a Josh Allen hater. I like Josh Allen, too. He's really good. I just think what's hurting them comparing Josh Allen to Lamar Jackson is, like, coming into the NFL. Uh, I forgot what GM it was. It was some one of those old old GMs, but he was like, oh, Lamar Jackson's a wide receiver. I just think that stigma is kind of stuck with him, and it's he's going not to. able to break it. It, it, well, it's not him. We won't go down the route as it being just him because um, we know that there's not too many people that get offered or told to play different positions. Um, I'll digress on that subject. Yeah, but yeah, what I know, mean, you know what that's all about. Yeah. What I mean by that is like, let's just compare the people that like he's comping. Right. So like his salary right now, I think I looked it up like 35th in the NFL. Like ridiculous. Granted, he's on his rookie contract, but there are people that are also on their rookie contracts that weren't drafted 30th. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of round one, whose value is there? So when you take out those people that are paid more than him that aren't on rookie contracts, is Tyrod Taylor better than him? No. Is Mitchell Trubisky better than him? No. Is Marcus Mariota? Like, you know what I mean? Like, these are names that, like, people that are getting paid their second contract that he, like, he can't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, and if you even compare, like, the numbers, so, like, this is what I went deep into, like, stats-wise. People that just got paid. Uh, Kyla Murray, the little dude. You know what I mean? The infant runner. I, I can't unthink it that he literally runs like a little, you know, little two-year-old with the ball in his hand. Like Tommy Pickles in, in Rugrats. I can't like <laughs> unthink he, that. Who is this? But Kyla Murray? Oh, oh, the infant runner. Do you see the meme of him? Uh they they're doing memes about driving to camp and it's like this little little toy car in the highway. Kyla Murray driving <laughs> no. to camp. But he's like a little guy. So like that like missed yeah. me with the mobile part. Like he just got paid. You wanna know his record? 22 and 23. Like like he's produced nothing besides just mediocrity. He got paid. Deshaun Watson, like again, that's another person. That it's just a it's, it's oh, a name right you now. Get Deshaun Watson, that that money with all that shit circling him. That's what I'm saying. Like, so miss me with like. There's the reason why he hasn't been paid. Like, you know uh, who also no got reason. money? Uh, Carson Wentz. He went to Dude, Washington. Love, he got I, why? People love giving Carson why? Wentz. Money. You, know, you know who else gets money? Uh, my Nick guy Foles. out there. Her cousins get. Uh, yeah, oh, I wasn't going to talk about him. I would. I'm not going to go down that route. Like, what do they all have in common? I don't understand it. And like, the only person that I would I would say is like, 
like reasonable that got the money, but like still hasn't proven anything. Dak Prescott, like I love Dallas. Not sorry, yeah. I love Dak as a quarterback. Can't stand Dallas. Love Dak. He's an SEC guy, like, but he really hasn't done anything. And then I'll, I'll peg you with this question, and then we can, you know, we can keep talking. We can move on. Whatever's up to you. This is the one that's gonna. It aggravates me the most. Is just is Justin Herbert going to struggle getting his second contract? Nah. Why? Because he's got beautiful flowing hair. <laughs> like the problem with that is when everything just, that every- honestly it's a stigma. Like if you're considered a pocket passer, like you're considered the gold standard at quarterback. But if you're if you're like a mobile, because like there's like there's in between. So like Josh Allen, some Ty brought up earlier in the chat. Like Josh Allen, yeah, he's mobile, but he's not considered like scrambling purely a he's like a hybrid you know what i mean mm-hmm. whereas people think of lamar jackson is just like michael vick jr like he's just a scrambler and they can't get and, over that yeah and i don't i think it's unfair to him because one that offense is built for him to be a running back pretty much like they 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 build the offense for him to run and then two like who's he gonna throw to so like it's kind of situational and i think the ravens know that and they're just gonna just hold out as long as they can and try to jerk him around i do have a question for you about the situation mm-hmm. though do you think it's hurting him that he doesn't have an agent in this whole thing? Are you aware of that? Yeah, because he do, he does it himself with his mother. Yeah, that's crazy. But like I said, he's different. And Mama raised him right. He's not going to pay extra money to somebody else that he can do himself. We saw what happened when Richard Sherman did that. Richard got paid. So, like, it's not that it can't happen. He's just just like you you don't need to you don't need to have negotiating skills to just look at examples. Well, when you're that, that like, yeah, say when you're when you're that good. Like you can be like, all right, this dude's top four, yes. five quarterback. I want his money. Like, if he easy. was, you know, fifteenth through twentieth ranked quarterback in the league, then I'd be like, well, he needs an agent to talk for his money. But he's not. I'm not even gonna say he's top five. He's top ten, and he's top ten, and he's not ranked tenth. Like he's that. He's the. He's a guy that's gonna get you wins. He's gonna get you to the playoffs. And granted, if they have a healthy team, they got blitzed by Tennessee. Yeah, everybody got blitzed by Tennessee and Derrick Henry. So like. It happens. I don't want to hear anything about his playoff record. It's just like that can't be the reason why he's not getting paid. Here, here's what I don't get, though. Like, I don't understand the Lamar Jackson haters because, like, he's just from a pure sport point of view. He's the probably one of the top funnest players to just watch play football. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do you want to root for that to fail? Like, don't you want don't you like fun? <laughs> I don't understand. His style of quarterback is not meant for the NFL. He goes against the grain. He's Dude. not he's not Mahomes, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not launching it at 80 yards downfield. He's running and people are like, "Oh, you should play running back." And then he'll lead the league in passing touchdowns. And like, "Well, it was a down year for passing." Like, you know what I mean? Like he can't win. Can't yeah. win with with his arguments. I think it was it's, 2020 when he led the NFL. No, it was before COVID year. He led yeah, the NFL in right. passing touchdowns and people were like, "Well, it's a down year for passing." So, what? Like how can that be his fault? It's just it's tough because like obviously the historical comp is always like these statues behind the line, right? Mm-hmm. Like these statue quarterbacks. But like if you look back in the past, there is no real precedent of this type of quarterback before Michael Vick. There was like a Warren Moon, there was a couple guys, but my point is that you know, they say, Oh, he's a scrambling quarterback can't win. However, because there's such a small percentage, of course, there's gonna be proportionately dis- disproportionate amount of these big statue quarterbacks who have won Super Bowl just because the numbers, there's just so many of them. Thanks. 
just not a good argument to have. I don't know. We both like Lamar. I hope I hope the man gets his bag and he's got to get meaner. Like, dude, don't show up to camp. Get your money. Don't go out there and play this year and get hurt. Because the last thing you want to do is be a nice guy for the team. Get hurt. You know who you got to ask about that? Ask Isaiah Thomas from the Celtics about being a good guy for the team because he lost all of his money trying to be a team player. Very true. It yes. is a doggy dog world. So, like, I respect what he what he's doing. I really do honor it. I think it's it's what more athletes need to do in the games. But you're right. I mean, most <laughs> NFL players don't make the third contract, so he's got to make his money this one because most he's of them talk don't get to your boy. Third. He's got to talk to your boy, the infant runner, about getting that bag. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're not gonna unsee it. <laughs> Literally, when he has the ball, life. it's just like he's like like a little two year old uh, running around the wood hardwood floor. Tyler Murray's the infant runner, just for just to clarify. You heard it here first. The infant runner. Hobby <laughs> Pickles is the new nickname that Darian oh, <laughs> gave, gave him. All right, so I think we've had enough of Lamar Jackson. So what else did you want to get to talk about today? Because obviously we're talking quarterback with Lamar Jackson. Everyone loves a good quarterback conversation. Yeah, so let's roll into um, was it second years? That's that's a big topic because youth. It's the youth movement. You know what I mean? Like the youth movement is who's going to be the next you know stapled quarterback, especially in last year's draft with um, you know we'll just rip off the names. You had Justin Fields, Mac Jones, um, Davis Mills. Uh, up in Houston or out in Houston, uh, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and and Trey Lance. Um, granted, I just might have just gave my order right there because I kind of went out of uh, Trey Lance out at of, the bottom. Drink. No, so oh, oh cool. So you didn't even hear you didn't get it. So I if you're gonna you, man. that's that's no you're good. you're good. I'm here listening. I'm here to listen to myself. So don't worry about it. Keep going. All right. Well, I'll I'll rip them off. Okay. So like, if you're gonna go at least from my ranking, um, it's just, you have to think about situation. You have to think about upside. You have to think about the team. Um, right. And like, you know, I, I'm not going to go in depth with strength of schedule. No, we don't need to worry about that. Um, but like, I think the the worst out of all of them, or at least the toughest ranking number six is Justin Fields. Um, Chicago is a tough place. It's not only a, a an area that people really aren't going to sign there. Granted, a lot of people say in the NFL, they go wherever the money's there. I get that, but they're not drawing names. You know what I mean? Like they just lost um, Tyreek Cohen in the off season doing drills on the beach like no i think he was at his gym um but like tours achilles yeah like th- like the kid c- can't catch a break he's on his second offensive coordinator in two years like another a new system off of his rookie season that was a new system you know what i'm saying like it's yeah. just it's got bad situation written all over it yeah, for that- him to just fail and then everybody blame him for it it's like how that team, they're they're doing them no favors. We were we were talking before the show, and I didn't realize how bad that that Bears team was. Yeah. Their best receiver is probably what Mooney, and then you got like Mitchell, Harry Pringle, a guy named yeah. Pringle. Pringle was on KC last year, so like you, you didn't even know who he was, and like the KC's has a potent offense. He was like, like their that, fourth receiver. I think he was a kick returner. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might have been it. I feel like Fields is a guy that they're going to give up on too early. He's, I, I honestly like, I, I don't, I didn't rank them, but like, as far as just pure talent, I like Fields. I thought mm-hmm. he was probably the, I thought he was the second best quarterback coming out of that draft class. I wasn't a big Zach Wilson fan. I know it sounds easy to say it in retrospect, but mm-hmm. I wasn't a big fan of Zach Wilson. Um, I don't know. I think Fields, he just needs to have stability around him and the right pieces. I'd probably have him a little higher. I think there's still a future for him. Probably not this year, though. Yeah, it's it's not going to be this. It might not even be next. 
He's he's got to wait for somebody to be drafted to help out. But if he fails this year, guess what they're going to look for? A quarterback in the draft, right. which is ridiculous. They're going to give him two years and be like, well, we we couldn't do it with you. And it's like, well, no crap. You couldn't you couldn't keep a coach. You couldn't keep an offensive coordinator. So how the hell am I supposed to do it without all of this? Um, but like, if you roll in the OC talk, like this is where it's like interchangeable, right? The medium, the middle of the pack is where I go back and forth with, I don't know if it's going to be this guy or this guy. Um, I would say fifth right now, it can be swapped with fourth is Mac Jones. And it's not even the fact that he has, this is nothing against Mac hater. Mac hater. No, right? I'll, I'll, I'll put up oh, the defenses right mad. now. You're going to be mad about this Mac it's, Jones. Pick. And that's fine. I'll, Hey, that's what I'm here for, for you guys to get mad about it and talk about it on Tuesday. Uh, but the reason being is the situation. Bill Belichick is the GOAT. He is the best coach of all time, if not of any sport. That does not mean anything when it comes to the quarterback situation. Their team is bad. Like, from what I've heard, and like even something that helped, like, it be, look, solidified it, is they ran a piece on ESPN about Mac Jones. They talked about his regimen. They talked about his eating schedule. They talked about him losing weight. They talked about his arm increasing. They talked about him visiting his wide receivers. And then Mike Reese came online, and they were just like, yeah, I just want to let you know, he's throwing six picks, and two of them went back for touchdowns in training camp. It's like, what the hell? Like, like this is his leap year, but Josh McDaniels is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a binky that's no longer there. Like, he, uh, granted, like, they haven't drafted the best, but, like, that falls on Belichick. Like, they don't have offensive weapons. They got 17 running backs. Like, I think this year he might go backwards, which that's I not mean, a he, good thing. He overachieved last year, so yeah. there might be a little regression. I don't think it'll be that significant. Because of the Patriots do, it's just a lot of, like, gimmicky shit to get people open. I, I hate, like, I'm not a Pats fan. I'll, I'll be straight up with everyone. I'm not a Pats fan. And it drives me crazy watching their offense because all they do is run these little rub rub routes, these little crossing rub routes to just get people open. And they'll still have that for them. Like, they, they designed a really good offense. I know that McDaniels was an intricate part of that. But even when he was gone with the Denver Broncos, like, they still had a, a very successful offense, Alibi under Tom Brady. So I was going to say, come on, man. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not as high on Mac Jones as other people, but like to have him like in your personal book like that, that low, I don't know, man. One second. But um, the reason why, the reason why I do is because of his situation though. That, it, it's not his talent. It's what I said. Like I said, you have to encompass everything that's on that. Um, it's his talent. I mean, it's, it's his team. Like he's got, nothing around him that's going to help, which is which, which is also hurting, you know, Justin Fields. But the Davis Mills situation, this is why it's interchangeable. He's out in Houston. Doesn't Nobody really knows Houston. You know what I'm saying? Like that, he, I feel like he's got more upside just because that team isn't in wait, you're, wait, wait, wait. You're telling me you like Davis Mills over Mac Jones? Right now, yes, because All of the right. situation. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, not. As, I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm gonna re, we're gonna revisit that take in like what, how what do you want to do? Six weeks, eight weeks? What do you want to do? Week six. We go, yeah, because I think there's a couple division games that will be done and over with. So, like, that's when you really see how, you know, people are ranked. Um, but, yeah, I'm going Davis Mills over Mac Jones right now just because I, I, I hear the S-storm that's in New England. I don't hear it out. and I don't hear people complaining about Davis Mills right now. Yo, because like, there's no Texas fans. That's why. Also true. But, <laughs> I mean, there is, it, you can't escape, you can't escape the, the media. Like, hey, how have you not seen Zach Wilson yet, by the way? Because there's a reason he's, for he's it. He's the most trash of them all. You say that, but, you know, the dude that, you know, was a Stifler's mom, the, uh, yeah, the character yeah. from uh, 
from American Pie. I wish I knew his name, but like that's what that's the situation now. I got Zach third, tell you the truth, because of his talent, his talent and what they have on offense. Like their offense is actually really good now. Um, Elijah Moore out of nowhere came up as a really good wide receiver last year. Corey Davis is still good. Like they have Robert Salah in his second year. Like they have us, they have stability. They're not interchanging coaches. You know what I'm saying? Like the offensive coordinator is there back to back years. I think it's um who's Le Fleur? Le Fleur's little brother or something like that. Not yeah, Matt yeah. in Green Bay, but Mike, I think his name is. Um, like they have it's it it's the situation that you're in. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Well, you like, that helps the situation, right? And you're like, oh, it's a good situation. But it was the same situation he had last year when he was just complete doo-doo. Do you really so think that? Different. Do you think that he'd go back? Do you think he'd go backwards? Though? Oh, there's no going backwards. I mean, he can only go forward from here. But right. I'm just saying, I don't. I don't see. Like, if you look at him coming out of out of college, right? He played at BYU. And if you looked at the types of teams he played in college, like, yeah, he had, he had great numbers. He looked good, but he was playing like you know the bottom of the barrel of like the, the Division One um, bowl series. Like, so I think that he he just wasn't ready to play NFL talent. And on the second on the second note of that is like, do we even know if he's capable of every week playing NFL level football, like the speed of NFL football? Because right now it looks like he's not. I think he had like what sixteen. I think he had sixteen interceptions and like eleven touchdowns last year. It was some abysmal number. And I just don't. His maybe, talent is better than the quarterbacks that are ranked below him, though. His talent and his hmm. situation. He's he's a better arm talent, a better act. Like he's a little bit more mobile than than Mac and and Davis. He's not as mobile as, as Justin, obviously, but he's a little bit more mobile than those two. And he's got a better arm. We saw we saw Mac Jones not be able to throw in December and in January last year. Literally, could not thing throw. you're overlooking though is like, okay, you believe you believe in his talent. All right, fine. Yeah. I don't. But then, like, <laughs> I know you don't want to talk strength of schedule, and we're not. But he's in that. He's in what? What is it? The um, AFC East. East. That's a really tough division, especially for quarterbacks, because the Dolphins' defense is no joke. The Patriots are always going to skew up a good defense, and that Bills' defense is no joke. So, like, he's going to play those three teams to combine six times. Whew, God help that kid, because they ain't going to be pretty. Max could do the same thing. Unfortunately, that's why I go. I, that's I think. I think the Jets. If they keep doing what they're doing, so I'm not gonna say that they're better. I'm not gonna say the Jets are better than the Patriots, but I am gonna say that all three, th- those those two teams, they're interchangeable right now. They're a lot closer than everybody thinks. What like two the, teams? The Bills are leading the division. I think the Jets, the Dolphins, and the and the Patriots, they're all interchangeable. Every one of those teams here, no way. Say that dude. Now. This is a clear hierarchy. Every single one of those those three teams could go three and one against each other, or or one and three. Each the 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 Bills will beat all can beat all of them. Yeah, they're right? the best. But there's New a England, second in the yes, Dolphins. New the England Dolphins could lose to both. New England already struggles against Miami. They have the they, and they got better. They got Tyreek Hill. Who the hell is covering Tyreek Hill? Like nobody wants to talk about that. They'll talk about. We're not gonna go down the road of Tua. But like, who the hell? Tua Nons will come after you. Like that's fine. But like those two, those three teams, like they're all interchangeable. Like you, either one of them could go three and one against the other two, or they could go zero and four. Like because that's how close the gap is now. Um, but I, well, I feel like the Dolphins are closer to like a ten win team. The Patriots probably like hover around nine eight, and the Jets are gonna win like five games at most. It, we'll see. It's like it's stratified. We will see. I I believe. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say the believe word yet because I'm not an AFC strategist 
uh, AFC East strategists, but I I think Zach Wilson will have a better year than Mac Jones. Um, All right. I'm going to look move. up the, the Vegas odds, too, while, while you go to the next quarterback. That works for me. I'm wondering if um, they're agreeing with me of my projection. Hey, man, I'm not, I don't care about Vegas. But if you put your money where your mouth is, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm going <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, though, as the as the next one. Um, man, dude, because he's, he's, got, he's, he's got a better coach. He doesn't have to worry about Urban Meyer there. Um, he's got better players. You know, I think um, – uh, LSU boy, can't remember his name. Uh, wide receiver that just that he tore he tore his ACL last year. He's coming back. Um, Travis Etienne, another Clemson, you know, hookup that they'll have yeah. at running back. So like, he, and he all and one of the main things he doesn't have the number one pressure anymore. He had his bad year, like that's gone. Mm-hmm. Next year, if he doesn't if he doesn't succeed by next year, then people will start saying, was this draft pick worth it? Right? But everybody knew how bad Jacksonville was last year. Like Are you thinking now about they Christian have Kirk, by the way, the, the wide receiver? No, no. Um, I have his name, DJ Chark, because um, I remember the baby shark. shark. I don't believe he's on that team. No, there wasn't DJ. There's no. a wide receiver that used to go that was from LSU that went there. I'll read off the depth chart if you want. I got Kirk, mm-hmm. Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, Chanel Jr., and Laquan, Laquan Treadwell. Oh, man, maybe not. I could have sworn that they had a wide receiver from LSU. It's okay. Hmm. Appreciate you. Yeah, um, my bad. So you, but, <laughs> yeah, I get, I get what you're saying with him. Like, there was a lot of pressure in the first year. I mean, no one cares about the Jags at this point, and like, no one's even talking about Trevor Lawrence. So like, there's gonna be very little pressure, mm-hmm. and any coach is gonna be an upgrade over Urban Meyer. Yes, and they got I a do, Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah, and to be fair, Doug Peterson, like, yeah, he kind of flamed out with the Eagles, but he did kind of quarterback whisper Carson Wentz into being decent. And now Carson Wentz has been passed around the, around the league since then. I would have had Trevor Lawrence as my number one. I still believe in his talent. I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like the Jaguars or believe in the Jaguars, but you know, it is what it is. So you, that means you have Justin, no Trey Lance at number one, Trey Lance again, situation, a team that was in the NFC championship last year, and he's just taking over the reins. Granted, if, the Shanahan's are stupid and they just don't play him to play Jimmy Garoppolo for some reason, then that, that changes everything. But Trey Lance is walking into an incredible situation where he has Debo Samuel who got paid, meaning he can play. He's got George Kittle. We're not going to talk about the defense, but he's got George Kittle. He's got Elijah, Elijah Mitchell, I think is the running back and Trey Sermon. Like he's got an offense. Like there's, there's room for him to literally, or at least, He's set up to not fail, right? So when you think about situations, you think about just get the ball to your playmakers. That's all he has to do for him to get the best stats, get the best record, and just make sure that he doesn't fuck up. And in Kyle Shanahan had Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. who couldn't throw the ball more than thirty yards. Like Trey Lance can launch the ball down the field. Like, what do you think they're going to be able to do with that arm now? Like, that's it's just he has the best setup. He is how Patrick Mahomes was for KC. The best setup for a team for him to take over the reins from somebody else. And I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. What I'm saying is he's set up for success the same way we thought Mac Jones was because of his coaching in New England last year. But Mm -hmm. Trey Lance has the better talents around him. I mean, there's two, like, yeah, he has better talent. But do we even know he's actually a good quarterback? Because he played a handful of games last year, 
So we have a very small sample size. And then college, I think he only played a few games with no, three games with North three. Dakota with North Dakota State. So not even like FBS. It's a COVID year. That was that was COVID right. year though. That's... So there's just so much unknown. Like yeah, I feel you. Like he, the situation's right. But if you like, you might have all the right ingredients. But if you don't have what you need to cook whatever you're eating, it's gonna come out <laughs> shitty. So I I don't know. Like I, obviously they see something in him because they're actively trying to get rid of Jimmy G. But to be fair, why wouldn't you? Because Jimmy G's not gonna win you. I mean, oh. he's gotten them to the Super Bowl, but he's got his. He's not special. So, like, if you right. can get there with Jimmy G, why not try it with Trey Lance? And you, you, you know, you spend all that draft capital on him. The draft picks is the biggest thing. I you think can't with rebuild. him, though, if you're the 49ers, it's kind of like, well, we got to see what we got. Like, you you drafted him, so it's like, let's see what we got with him. I still like um, Trevor Lawrence just because I think, from a pure skill standpoint, he's much more ready. Like, he came to the league; they thought he was going to be like the next Peyton Manning. Like, he was mm-hmm. one of the highest graded quarterbacks of like and the history of the nfl he doesn't have like t- his his weapons aren't terrible i like the situation i like that he doesn't not gonna have a lot of pressure playing jacksonville because no one's gonna really care if they struggle but i don't know i don't hate i mean i kind of hate the list to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say i don't but i'm like thinking back like how you had things ranked kind of hate it but hey, hey we'll week, see. Six. week six week six i think I, last, last time, time that we did this we made buy sell trade Dog, I crushed that shit. Yeah, but I didn't. We didn't. Fo- I didn't get to follow up. Life happened. We down in North Carolina. Come on and raise up. But like now we're here. So like this is the type of stuff that like when I see you guys down here, down in the chat, like hold us to that. Like week six. Like this is what we want to come back to. Like we're gonna make sure that like you know we'll talk about this list again. But you know, if I have to eat crow, or if I just sit here and say you motherfuckers was wrong, like that's it's that simple. How's my duties holding you accountable? <laughs> just, you know, I'm looking on all of this stuff, man. Trevor Lawrence, dude, don't sleep on him. I and just to to circle back on the AFC East thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the project the Vegas odds are as far as winch wins over under. So Bills are eleven and a half, so they're gonna be like eleven, twelve win team. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Then they have the Dolphins and Pats lockstep at eight and a half. So like there's there's a second tier, and then the Jets are five and a half. So like clearly the Jets they don't believe in your boy Zach Wilson or the Jets. But you're saying you're ta- you're saying take the over on that. Yep, I would, I would definitely take the over on the on New York winning five games. <laughs> J E T S right. That's, that's <laughs> <the chapter> right. <laughs> oh man, did you wanna did you wanna um get into the NFC South stuff or do you wanna um get to the Grizzly? Grizzlies five. What do you think time wise? You think you have enough to steam through both the NFC South and the last? Uh, there's season? there's not as much steam with the NFC South right now. So like when I got up this morning, I thought there was going to be something to talk about it. We can kind of just rip through them real quickly. Like yeah, we know, through it. yeah, like we know Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay, right? They got Brady. They got a decently returning defense, um, but you know, got a you got a wide receiver that's coming off of injury. Um, Mike Evans is still going to be Mike Evans. We got you know. Leonard, Zion, Williamson, Fournette, like people that just apparently they just can't prevent themselves from losing weight. Like, I don't understand. Um, but like the Bucks are the Bucks. And this isn't Homer. Like, I understand that the Bucks are a better team than New Orleans, but the Saints usually have the Bucks number. Brady struggles <laughs> against them. Are you on the Saints now, too? No, I'm just saying, like, I think the Bucks are the best team in the division. Like, that's I'm yeah. not, I'm just saying, I think the Bucks struggle against think, New Orleans. They I scheme against kind them. Of, kind of uh Lay out to the audience why we picked the NFC, NFC South, right? Yeah, I'm you go a, first. I'm a Bucks fan, and now I'm not like a new Bucks fan. Like, oh, I got Tom Brady. No, like I've been been with them for like 20 years through all this shit. 
you're a Saints fan. You also live in North Carolina. So there's a lot of ties from like all these teams. Like, right. Right. So we figured NFC South, we, it would be a good one to talk about. I'm with you, man. Like, obviously, the Bucks are the cream of the crop here. My concern with them, like, I don't think there's a ton of concerns, right? They lost, um, they lost Gronk. They brought in, you know, lesser tight ends and um, Rudolph. They have uh, Cameron Bray, who's always, you know, available. And people, people were losing their shit over the wide receiver ad of Julio, right? So their weapons are great, except for I'm a little, I'm a little suspect of my boy Lenny. He too many buffets and can't lay up the burgers, bro. Dog. I don't, I don't like people are just like oh he'll just get in shape in camp and like that's a good way to get like pull a hamstring if you come into camp like that and just and you know think you're you don't get in shape in camp you cut nah. you 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 go to camp in shape because you are going to get screwed over for those that have played they will know you do yeah. not get in in shape in camp it doesn't work like that um I got a little sidetracked but I guess my con- my only concern with the Bucks is like that offensive line especially the interior they lost their two guards mm-hmm. I think their center was. I mean, originally it was reported as a very serious injury. So what you're going to see is a lot of pressure, likely a lot of pressure up the middle, and that's where Tom Brady's at his worst, right? He doesn't mind the pressure on the side because he's very good at stepping up and, and doing these little side side moves once, you know, once mm-hmm. he's moving in the pocket. But he's not mobile at all. And if you're going to blitz him up the middle, he's going to have a tough time getting outside and, like, and, and getting away. So my biggest concern is, is that whole situation. And it reminds me of a lot of... um. You know, if you think back in the Super Bowl with the when the Bucks actually won the Super Bowl and they played the Chiefs, and we all thought the Chiefs were going to win, no problem, and they got their ass beat because the pressure on Patrick Mahomes is just he was running all day. Exactly, and I'm just worried that you're going to have the same situation on the other side this year with the Bucks, at least to start the season with the injury and the changing of the guys at guard, where Brady's just not going to have any time at all. So it's it, it's a still to be seen. And then as far as your, your Saints. I mean, you yeah. had a quarterback who so the, yeah, uh, had today. one until you got carted off the field today. Um, granted, it's just an ankle injury. I don't even think it's the same ankle that he tore his ACL with, but it's an injury. It's a setback in training camp. Like week one st- or week preseason week one starts next week. Like we want to make sure that we're getting everybody as healthy as possible. Uh, Mike Thomas is back. He looks good. Like from what I've seen, he's playing 11 v 11, no contact. So he looks good. Um, the defense is returning the way that we want it to. So like they got a great addition of, um, of Jarvis Landry, like juice back there is going to be very helpful for not just like catching the ball, but you know, taking handoffs or that random wide receiver pass. Like we've seen him do those trick plays. Um, but that leaves you with the question of who's the quarterback. Like if Jameis isn't out there, Andy Dalton and Taysom Hill. So like, there's a problem with that right, right there. Um, I mean, even I, with Jameis, there's the problem. See, everybody says that, but people won't look into it that they were five and two before he got hurt. Five and two coming off of them blitzing the Bucks last year. I can like, I tell you what the deal is with Jameis because I'm, oh, a, I'm a Bucks fan. I've watched yep. Jameis for five you years. You watched Jameis without you, him having Sean Payton and a, and a New Orleans team. Oh, guess what? He doesn't have Sean Payton this year. He so doesn't, I'll, but he still has a New Orleans team, and Dennis Allen still coaches the same way. There's there's two two things you gotta know about Jameis: the good Jameis and the bad Jameis. Mm-hmm. And while that five and two was great, you saw the good Jameis because that thing flips on a switch. He'll be great for the first seven games and just be dog shit the next seven. But what so happened? Like, okay. He'll do that from half to half. He'll do that from quarter to quarter. It's like that's what Jameis does. There's no consistency. So like I get you were excited about that five and two record with him, but I will I would have liked to see that play out and see how that ended because you could have got the bad Jameis in the second half. 
could have. Uh, time makes a good point. Granted, it's just a joke, but like he's he's he can see clearly now that the rain is gone. He's got 2020 vision. He got contacts. Uh, he played <laughs> like his whole career without being able to see. Not even a joke, though. Like to tell you the truth, what Bruce Arians did in Tampa, chuck it and duck it. Like just go out there and what was the phrase that they used for um for Brady? Like just go, throw the ball as much as you fucking can. Just grip it and rip it. Like that was their mentality. And then he goes to New Orleans and they're like, nah. Like, that's not going to fly here. Granted, like, Champagne's not there anymore, but, like, Allen is. He's still the same coordinator that was there prior to, you know, to uh, Peyton leaving. And it's like, just don't do anything to hurt the game. You're going to still throw there, – there's going to be games where he's going to go throw three and one, and there's going to be games where he does two and two, three touchdowns, two, one pick, two touchdowns, two picks. That's fine. Just don't throw that interception in the fourth quarter, <laughs> which he was controlled last year. He didn't that's like have tell to be him in that situation. Not to eat a cookie, like that's what he does, man. <laughs> you can't tell him not to throw a pick. He's that's what that's what Jameis does. He didn't have to worry about that. He was in a much better situation last year, and he's got the same team, but he's got a stronger team returning this year. If he and everybody can stay healthy, like Olave <laughs> on the outside, come on, like we're not gonna talk about rookie, rookie wide receivers, but like Olave on the outside, Michael Thomas is back. He's got Kamara. If he doesn't go to, you know. He doesn't you catch trust his Michael case Thomas? I haven't yes. seen that man play football in two years. Slant Michael. That's it. Hey, mm. just run a two. That's I it. Trust it. Snap of the ball, run a two. That's all you need to do is I, run a slant. I low-key, though, root for Jameis because, like, he might be the most hilarious player in all football. Like, the speak. dumb shit he does is great. Speak, like, that as video long as we're not eating a W. Like, that's you all see I him like. working out this offseason with the rubber weights? He looks so unathletic. But Jay Boo Williams does his thing. Like, let him eat. Not crab legs, but, like, let him do Dude, his thing. This, like, within a year span, there's just so many memeable things of Jameis. How about when, when they beat the Bucks and him him with the torn leg just, like, dancing? The dancing line. on the crutches? Yeah. I was like, that's, that, he was, that's what that's the kids say. He was lit. Like, it was funny. Like, I thought that's, that's your quarterback. That's my QB1. But they're still the second best team in the division. And the other teams... Like nobody really cares about Carolina I, right I now. I think Carolina's low key gonna be sneaky good. Matt like, Rule not like is good, gonna like, make them. Oh, go ahead. No, I was saying like not good. Like oh, they're gonna be in the playoffs, but like I think they'll be wicked annoying. Like a team that like will just be a a good team on a random yep. day. Because like I'm I'm higher on Baker than most people. I think the situation was pretty shitty as far as like he was injured almost all of last year, mm-hmm. and I think like some of the situation surrounding Cleveland with him has, has been kind of unfortunate. But I think he's better like than what he's been treated like late recently. I think he's an upgrade over Sam Darnold. And they have some decent skill guys. If I mean it's it's guaranteed McCaffrey's gonna miss five plus games. I'm but started with that type of if, if they can keep guys healthy and their their defense is de- is like decent, it's probably like top twelve-ish. Like they're a team that could like sneak up and like beat it, beat the Saints, maybe mm. beat the Bucks, put the season series with the Bucks, like something sneaky like that. They'll probably finish with like eight, nine wins. Yeah, they're the annoyance. They're the definitely the annoyance in the division. Um, but that quarterback situation, like we saw the best of Sam Darnold, and then we saw what he'll never be again in his life. Like we saw him start off really hot last year, and I think DJ uh, DJ Moore is that the wide receiver out there. Yeah. Like yep. he was incredible to start the season. And then teams were like, Hey, remember the guy that said he was seeing ghost? Like, just make him do that again. And then he just couldn't fucking do anything in the rest of the half. And Robbie having that situation, Rob, uh, Robbie's over the hill. He's he's not any good. Um, he was okay at least in my year. opinion. Run a he can run a fly. That's that's about it. 
and Baker's got a better arm than Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold was ranked as one of the best quarterbacks to ever come out of college. Like he yeah. has the the tools for it. Like not he doesn't have an incredible arm, but he's got a good arm and he's got an uh, accurate mind. Like he's good with that. But that when you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. That will always be true. I think it was Lou Holtz that said it a long time ago. Like it's just the truth. If you got two quarterbacks competing for a job in camp. You don't have one. That's 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 a step backwards, and nobody's ever going to talk about the Falcons. I don't. So I don't really think it's a competition, though. I think that Baker's going to Baker. grow with it. No, he, he said that it. it, Matt Rule said it, that it's it would Man, be Sam Darnold's, but you wouldn't say it would be Sam Darnold's job to lose unless you're starting. Baker Has he Mayfield. watched any of last year? Of course, it's not his job to lose. <laughs> Cam Newton came and took snaps from him. <laughs> Cam Newton's just as washed as a towel. Man. Oh man, when he screamed, I'm back. I lost that was, it. I lost it. I liked and it though. It was hilarious. Love Cam. Love Cam. Hate that this whole situation is done now in the NFL, but that's that's the NFL life. Honestly. The best part of that was like I think the week before, like he was like shot at Auburn University in the stands, like going nuts shirtless with uh Bruce Pearl. Mm. Next week I'm back, and then the week after that, and not then so that much. happens. You want to even mention the Falcons? Are they worth a breath? Oh, it's not. Marcus Mariota is leading their team. Like, go, go somewhere. Hey, low key, low key. Two win team, maybe. Low key, though. Yeah, they're probably the worst team in football. But low key, like, week one's going to be fun. It's going to be a, oh, oh, no, Jameis is hurt. I was going to say it would have been uh, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, week one. Oh, repeat of the national championship? They uh, played the Falcons. Number one, two pick. Uh, it was Falcon Saints week one. So I, I thought it would have been fun to watch Mariota. Oh, no. Florida State up. didn't play Auburn. My bad. No. Who but did Mariota play in the national championship? Oh, I don't even remember. Uh, they, Auburn. They play Auburn. That's what yeah. it, was. it was. It was It was. Oregon-Auburn. All right. So I think we can wrap up the NFC South. I'm, I'm tired of talking about these garbage yeah. teams, especially the Saints garbage mm-hmm. team. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So let's get into a fun segment. We're going to do this every week, right? <laughs> And I guess we'll explain it on the back end. Shall I fire up the sounder? Yes, sir. Prepare yourselves for the greatest and most unique segment in podcast history. Let's rank some stuff with D. It's time for Frizz's Five. (laughs) All right, Darian. It's Frizz's Five. Explain to people what's going on here. So each week we will pick a topic that's out there. And for those that are participating in the chat, I appreciate you, Ty. Anybody that wants to send over any type of topic that you want to see Frizz throw out his best five, his top five of, let me know. We'll see if we can throw it on a show for you. Uh, We'll shout you guys out, obviously, if it does make the cut for it being. We do have a laundry list of what we'll do top fives for. But, again, we're trying to make this as interactive as possible. Submit them on IG, Apple Podcasts, send them any reviews. Submit it on on Twitch if you want to DM me directly. Or you can send it to to Trudeau, whichever is easiest. We're trying to make this as interactive as possible. All right, so you're going to give us the top five of your own. What is the topic for week number one? So coming out hot with this one, and I'm ready to hear everybody's takes for it. We're going with D Frizzy Frizz's top five sports movies of all time. Uh This is my top five. I don't give a damn about your top five, and if you disagree, (laughs) kick rocks. Um, (laughs) Kick rocks is just an expression. That's great. I feel um, like the chat's going to be lit for this top five because I feel like everyone has very strong opinions. I have a question for you because yes, sir. All right, so little little behind the scenes to the audience. I knew that the Frizz's five this week would be top five sports movies. However, I didn't ask a single follow up because I wanted to keep it for this. 
how serious are you picking your top five? So like, for example, does the movie have to be strictly about the sport or can it be kind of filmed around the sport? It is. So for example, attached to the sport, it is as close to it being, it's not as a movie that happens to have the sport in the background and it's a great story. Like it's not, I can't even give an example because I don't want to give it, give it away. I, I wrote down for one of like, I, I went a different route probably than yourself, but like mm-hmm. for one of my movies that I really enjoy that sports related, I wrote down Talladega Nights, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Now, granted, it's it's more of a comedy that has sports built around it. But would that qualify for your list? It would qualify as an honorable mention. It's okay, not so going to be in the same category. Yeah. Though, so so like those still right. count. Like there's still because granted, like there is like um there for me funny movies like rebound i know like not many people would know what that is but it's an old movie with martin lawrence about him coaching i think he used to coach college basketball and then he has to go back and coach like middle school so it's like the movie is about him getting back into basketball but it's not about the middle school basketball team you know what i'm saying so like that's not a movie that would ever put in the top five for because it's not centered around it because i low-key hate some of these like really cheesy sports movies about like perseverance like rudy like get the fuck out of here rudy. hate rudy that, and i don't give a damn what that. anybody says i cannot stand rudy not only can i not stand it but i'm glad that there are people that have come out and said they hated him like he was a tryhard, like a guy that like if he was on my team i probably would have choked him out but, like if i'm running sprints and i'm running at my fastest i don't need you to try to beat me so that we could run more like no let let just just don't do that because we're all just trying to finish sprints. Like, that's it. Yeah, man. Rudy is a suck up, man. I hate him, bro. That that's, can't stand him. Can't stand him at all. <laughs> Getting a lot of hate in the chat for the NASCAR reference. Not as. <laughs> not well, as that's on you. It's not your top five. So let's radio, get it started, baby. All right, Darian. Number honorable number, mentions. Honorable no, mentions. We're going to do honorable mentions first just to make it easier. If we get a chance to do them, cool. But if not, every week. I got a little um, sound. So every time you say a name, I'll give you a little sound. We'll, we'll, we'll try it the first time. Tell me if you like it, okay? Honorable mention number one, The Sixth Man. Like it here. So it is a it is a old school basketball movie with Marlon Wayans. And I think it's Kadeem. Uh, I'm always forget his last name, Murphy's hurt Henderson or something like that. Uh, the guy from a different world, uh, mm-hmm. back in the nineties, it's about a team, uh, UW university of Washington. Uh, just to recap. So everybody knows Marlon Wayans and his brother, they play on the same basketball team. One of them goes out for a dunk. He does the swing. He has a heart problem, lands on his back. Brother dies sucks, Damn. but yeah, but he's a ghost the rest of the movie and he's helping his brother win. So they were cheating. Yes. 100% cheating. Um, and then, like, at the end of the movie, he goes to shoot a shot, and his brother goes to help him. And he's like, no, don't. Just leave it. And oh, what a, what a buster. It's yeah, like bro. It goes in, though. That reminds me of the commercial where the kid's like, coach, but coach, it was out of bounds. I, yeah, I followed him. I yeah. followed him, coach. But, no, it's a good movie. If you get a chance to go see it, definitely go watch it. Uh, honorable mention number two, Waterboy. Yeah. <laughs> That was on my list. Let's go. Mad about the water boy, bro. Bobby Boucher. Adam, come on, Adam Sandler. I'm not gonna lie. One of one of his funniest performances. I love the movie. Everybody about it that was in it. You know, can't beat the mud dogs in the Bourbon Bowl. Unfortunately, like there's just so many great quotes. The the kicker, like everything. Bobby Boucher came right, and everyone is about just (laughs) everything about the water boy. Just a great movie. Like I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely kicking that on. If it's on, I'm watching it. So like, I'm. It's not a. It's a channel stopper. 
you know how many so, so how many how many is this your last one more. Is your last one, more. Oh, one, yeah, one, last, one last one Dude, last one and it's just geez, because it too many honorable mentions man it didn't make my top five though that's it like this movie would have made my top five if something else didn't come out and i'm gonna go with creed and creed creed because of creed 2 is the reason why it's not my top five i'm not even gonna go into depth because it's a little bit it's a little bit newer <laughs> that's, that's it's a little bit lines. newer so I'm people know awesome. that movie uh but let's get into the actual top five right this All is what right. people want to listen to this is top five. five and it's for me remember i don't give a damn if it's not for you but number five king richard king richard that movie is incredible will smith and this isn't even a will smith like you know as much as people say that i uh, like i used to like him over denzel like no like his performance in that movie is incredible. The story behind it with Venus and Serena, absolutely amazing. And like one, like it might be now that I got two daughters. It could be more that it hits the emotional heartstrings because I got two daughters. But like the quote that will always stick with me. And like when he said it, like I get choked up when I hear it. Is he looks at Serena right at the end of the movie and he's just like, Venus is gonna become ranked number one in the world. And he looks at Serena, he right pulls her up, he's like, But you're gonna be the best that ever played the game. And it's like, that shit is just fucking crazy. Like, he put all of his eggs in one basket to be like, I'm going to make sure that my daughter is the best that everybody knows. And I'm going to make sure that you get pissed off that she got all this credit. So you become the best of the game that's ever played. Like, that, like, he, he sold everything to put into their, their tennis, tennis playing. And it worked. Like, granted, it's a story, but it's a story that, like, played out in Venus and Serena, some of the best athletes of all time serena is the best tennis player men's or or women's of all time like i don't care what anybody says i'm just trying to figure out how you're the best ever but not number one in the world it's just saying first saying you're gonna she's gonna be ranked first i think they were teenagers at the time he should have he told the truth that she wasn't gonna be as <laughs> all right going into number four uh great movie obviously but number four um glory road i don't know if you guys so appreciate it uh, Glory Road is about Texas, I think Texas Miners back in the 1960s. Uh, Coach Dan Haskins, obviously how everything was back in the 1960s for an African-American to be playing sports. Uh, not only were they playing basketball in areas that they shouldn't have been playing, they were in Texas. Like, the if not the hardest place to ever play a sport being black in the 60s, like, it's an incredible story about how they, you know, had to suffer from people throwing chairs at them mid game, like a whole bunch of shit that they got to go through people fighting them at bus stops. Like it's tough, but like that story in itself just shows perseverance and they were able to beat, you know, Kansas in the national championship, go down as one of the best college basketball teams in the history of, of the game because of it. So that was four or three. I lost. Count. That was four. All right. What's number three, three. I'm going with coach Carter. We're sticking with basketball. Hmm. I feel like you're going to leave out some really good ones because we're getting close to the top. All right, that's fine. And that's what the debate is for. But Coach Carter, because we all know, you know, what is your deepest fear? I'm not even going to go into that. But, like, Coach Carter is just a great movie. When it comes to Timo, he started it first. Everybody says it was, you know, Steph Curry. But Timo pulled up from three first instead of taking a layup. Uh, that's the reason why he changed the game. Uh, but I think Coach Carter is one of the best movies uh, when it comes to just actually listening to everything. Um, yeah, I got you. Uh, but listening to like what the, what the movie actually means. Um, number two, they made a series about it. The series isn't as good as the movie. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is one of the best football movies. 
if not sports movies, out there. Because you say that, bro. Them Permian Panthers. That that's that in itself. You have Mike Winchell. Nobody cares about Booby Miles, but Mike Winchell, Chris Comer. You had Preacher Man. You had Chavo Billingsley. Like that team in itself. Like that's just perseverance. So like I'm a big fan of it. Last one, the number one. And if it's not number one on anybody else's list, you don't deserve to have a list. Remember the goddamn Titans. The best sports movie of all time. All right. Run a 23 blast with a backside George reverse. All right. Like your life depended on it. Denzel Washington in one of the best movies, if not just sports movies, but one of the best movies of all time. Like that's that's me. That's my top five. No. And I'm sticking with it. How are you not gonna have the sandlot? In your top five. Oh, miss that me with the Sandlot. Oh, that that again hilarious. is another movie. movie based around a sport, but not about baseball. They played maybe two games in that damn movie, and one of them was at the end. It's just fun, funny. You learn life lessons. Sandlot's a great movie. Also, you put in Creed, but not Rocky, which yes. is Rocky. I don't, I, I don't pick your pick your poison. Rocky four probably the best of all. But Rocky Drago? Solid. the one with Drago is Dra- yeah, Drago's well. the best. I watch Rocky. I want to go run through the woods and like punch. Well, this is shit. this is it right here. This is Apollo Creed in in uh in, in Rocky. Like that we ran that literally back. It was a twenty two thousand ten. That was way too long. That's when I could drink and then actually not yeah. be dead in the morning. <laughs> well, <laughs> we showed up to the harvest, Rocky and Apollo. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> but no, was- the reason why I wouldn't put Rocky above Creed is just because like I I relate more to to Creed. And that's not a black thing. That's just that's just <laughs> I I I like the movie Creed more of a boxing uh-huh. standpoint than Rocky going out there getting his brains beaten and then always winning. I just don't think that, that it's not I, realistic, I, bro. I love the Rocky movies and that set my expectation to what boxing was. And then I watch boxing for I'm like, oh, this is not as fun at all. Like the Rocky movies is they just haymaker the shit out of each other. No tacticalness, just they just hmm hmm. All right, so some some nominations thrown in the chat. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I got some radio, good ones too. white nope. man can't jump, love and basketball. I like white man can't jump. It's not basketball related. Everybody says it is. It's not a basketball movie. Which it's, one? It's about basketball, but it's not a basketball movie. White man can't jump. Uh, so another couple I had other replacements. I like that movie. That, that movie's oh, hilarious. No. That's a funny one. Happy Gilmore. If we're gonna go with the water boy route, Happy Gilmore's hilarious again. It's it's one of those movies that's not about the sports. Like so like Friday Night Lights is just about like football and it's kind of cheesy in a way. Uh, but like some because other it's movies a true story. Like, How can yeah. a true story be cheesy? It happened. Sometimes, sometimes life's cheesy. Oh, okay. It <laughs> happened. Literally, every one of those things, every one of those movies that I listed, they happened. They weren't fantasy. That was actual TC Williams. And remember the Titans. Premium Panthers and, and, and Friday Night Lights, like that, those actually happened. This man said, Joanna, man. That's a good movie. It's not a bad one. Yeah. That's again, the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. That's, again, I think 42 was great. I, I, I saw bits and pieces of 42. It reminds me of The Express. Uh, I wish I watched it, but like 42 is a good movie just because it's, it's, it's Jackie Robinson based on Jackie Robinson mm-hmm. with. Yeah, you know T'Challa. Rest in peace, man. He's gone way too soon, way too soon. I mean, like I would be mad about your top five sports takes, but I also remembered that you you thought Zach Wilson was a god at football. So like, <laughs> 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 I, 
yeah. I'm going to track that. Three, all baby. Right. Rank three. Uh, all right, let's get to our last segment. We'll make, we'll make this one quick. We'll just pick and choose a few of them. So we wanted to play a little, you know, what's colloquially known as fuck, marry, kill, or like we're going to, we'll just use less vulgar terms for this. <laughs> so I'm going to, I have a list of players and a couple teams actually as well in the, on my paper. And you're going to take one of three options, right? You're going to take one short term, right? So maybe like the next year or two, if you want. One long term, so it's like a committed relationship. You're going to be with them for six plus years, like a long time. Then one, you're just going to discard. Like I don't want them at all. They're trash. All right, get you get the premise of this. Yeah. All right. So I like this one. So first one, I'm gonna take your boy, uh, Tommy Pickles, Kyler Murray, and I got Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson. Three, I feel like very similarly styled and thought about quarterbacks. Um, you know, one of them's got paid paid their money out too, still trying to get that big payday. Mm-hmm. So which one do you wanna out of those three, you're 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 good. I don't want you. Uh Kyler Murray. I'm not taking Kyler Murray. Not a Kyler fan? No, I am I a fair one. I I am a fan of Kyler Murray, but I'm not a fan of him his a stability, like he gets hurt a lot. He's also five nine. Like, not saying that he can't play the position he's played it his entire life. That's gonna catch up to him. I'm sorry. This like you can't be able to just throw through lanes between your linemen for the rest of your career. Uh, that's that's just gonna be a thing that's gonna stop at some point. Um, this is the tough part though, short term and long term, because if I'm trying to win right now, I'm going Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm going with the the spark in the pan to make sure that like he's going to get me where I need to go right now. Like that's that's it. Um, yeah. And then long term, granted, he he was it an ACL, Dak? It, no, he like broke his ankle. Oh, his it was a, it was a t- yeah, ankle. It yep, was, it was a yeah. impound fracture. But like he's not injury prone. You see what I'm saying? So like yeah. he's going to get you consistent numbers year after year. He's going to throw 40 touchdowns. He's going to have 15 picks. So I'm going long-term I, I think I'm with you on those three. Like for Kyler Murray, right? If they got to tell you in your contract that you got to study, I don't know, bro. I don't know about you. Oh, man. man. That's embarrassment. Not even for just him, but for the whole team. The the fact that, like, I, I honestly, like, I get why they put that in there because they could kind of, like, have an out in the contract if they want to. Mm-hmm. Like, just to, like, let that get leaked. Like, that's just a bad look. It's a joke. Lamar Jackson, like, the thing about him is I feel like he's kind of – lineup proof right like it doesn't really matter the pieces you have around him he's gonna make plays so like short term you can just drop him like pretty much anywhere he's gonna improve your team so like mm-hmm. i like that and then long term yeah of those three though like Dak's probably the least likely to get injured and have like longevity just because he's more of a pocket passer and he's been pretty good in dallas so I'm, I'm down with those three all right i'm gonna give you just a pile of shit now oh boy same same scenario right baker mayfield Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston. Your boy Jameis, you defended him vigorously like 15, 20 minutes ago. So I know you're 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 not gonna get rid of Baker, him. Baker, Jameis, Carson. I feel like I know where I'm going with this one. Um cutting Carson. Yep, that's the right one. Again, injury prone. Yeah, he played at an MVP level his rookie season, but like hasn't really done anything since. Short term, I'm going Baker. Uh, I think he has the fire in him to win. 
He's just inconsistent, but I'll take his inconsistency in the short term over what I think Jameis Winston can be. And this isn't even a bias. I think I would rather have a, win- a Jameis Winston in the long term, somebody that is going to not be, he's definitely going to be the reason that you lose. Um, but he has better understanding of the game of playing the quarterback position to me than Baker Mayfield. I, I'm with you on the Carson. I think I'd flip the other two because I think Jameis Winston, like he can get you some points now, but we kind of know what he is. Like he's kind of a fully formed football player. He's not going to, ch- I know you have like this expectation that he's going to change and become this miraculous. <laughs> he is who he is. The good Jameis, bad Jameis thing. So like, I know what I'm getting with him. I feel like with Baker, you can kind of write off some of the bad years with injuries. So, you know, there's a hope that maybe he has something there in the tanks. So I'm going to, I'm going to ride long-term with Baker just because I don't know. I feel like he has more potential than left like that. You don't know than Jameis. Yeah. But consistent injuries is a problem. The best ability is availability and he hasn't finished the season since he's been in the league. I'm just, I'm shooting, I'm buying a lottery ticket here. Like I don't, I'm not like Mm -hmm. these, all these, all these guys are terrible. I mean, they're not terrible, but they're below average, maybe average, right? So I'm buying the lottery ticket when it has the highest potential. And to me, that's Baker. Gotcha. I don't know. You can disagree with that one. Um, all right, I'll do, we'll do two more because we're getting close on time. Do you want a wide receiver? Do you want a quarterback or do you want running back for your last football one? Let's go wide receiver. All right. I feel like this one might be easy. I think I, 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 I did it too. Um, they're not like all like the same level, but mm-hmm. I got Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, and CD Lamb. Damn. Right, they're all really good young receivers. I think you can kind of make a case like they're they're all very almost different in like what they bring to the table. Like Jamar is like this big home run player. The only thing you could say bad about Jamar is like some games he'll disappear. At least like, it was one year, but like he'd have. A 200-yard game followed by, you know, like 40-yard game. Mm-hmm. Waddle had like 100 plus receiving uh, receptions. I don't know. I think it was like 110. And then CD Lamb can kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, so I, I mean, pick your poison with this one. Yeah, and this is gonna go against the grain, but I'm I'm actually cutting CD Lamb. Wow. He's a oh, Waddle he's was a, being cut. It, I almost thought I wanted to go that route, but CD Lamb is a specimen. I don't think he's a number one and we're going to find out this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think he, he consistently shows up to be a number one. It might be just Dallas. Like I know that Dallas has their issues, but like, is it Amari Cooper? That's the best. Re- I know he's not there anymore, but like, is it Amari Cooper the best receiver? Is it uh, Terrence Williams, the best receiver? Um, is it, you know what I'm saying? Like he was the guy that was throwing up the 88, like Des, he was supposed to be that guy. For me, I don't feel like he has been. Um, I'm going short term, the flash in the pan. That's Jalen Waddle. That man can run the route tree. Like he's right, he's crossing the middle, he's going deep. Like every receiver, every every quarterback loves a guy that can take the top off the defense. Uh, but he can go across the middle, like he's not afraid to do that. So like I he's he he has the ability to run the entire route tree. And long term, bro, that's that's an easy one. Jamar Chase, yeah. he's one of, if not the best, one of like wide receivers in the NFL. It's not just his physicality, but like I know you said that he had a game, he has a couple games where he'll be on or go off, but like that talent he has is just yeah. And so he made Jalen Ramsey look foolish in the Super Bowl. 
like absolutely on skates. And he's the best corner in the NFL. So like, what else did you do to everybody else besides the teams that you know were trying to double him? Yeah, this one was tough because like I think I think of the three, it's pretty straight, like clear that you'd want to take Chase long term because he has the highest ceiling, right? He's the most most athletic, fastest. Um, you know, he can do things the other two can't. It just comes down to who you who you would take other than him. I think I'm with you with Waddle with your logic. I think Waddle has the highest floor probably of all the three, mm-hmm. right? Because he's going to be consistent. He's going to run the route tree very well. He's going to get you all his underneath passes, do all the dirty work. At least that's what it seems. And he does have he does have the ability to to go deep. So I, I like that one. And then finally, the last three is kind of like the head case. This is not even going to be football. We're going to just like the, the drop in the bucket of basketball today, which, by the way, if, if you're going to listen to us in the future, we'll be on every Monday live and then the podcast every Tuesday. I love basketball. It's just it's not it's not basketball time. It's barely football time. It's just the lowest lull in sports right now. So I promise over the next couple of weeks, we get a little better topics. But so your last one for basketball. Oh, boy. Russell Westbrook. You had to do this. Kyrie Irving. Ben Simmons. Oh, you say Ben. Uh, can you just kill all? Three? Can I? Yeah. Can I get at least one one question out of it? Is it Ben pre mental issue or Ben? No, now? Ben right now. You're getting right, ben now. right now. Ben yeah. Simmons right now. You can all these three players, right? I've all you know everything about them, who they are. Like, you know, Kyrie is going to Kyrie. Ben Simmons is going to maybe show up sometimes i mean russ is gonna show up russ is gonna be there but <sighs> i'm going <laughs> yo this dude my guy ties that they're all hall of famers hey man if ben simmons i'm going go up again he can't cut be ben i hate that because oh. six Don't tell me. point guard is like that's just He's just got he's so far removed from the game right now. That's what I'm saying. Pre-Ben, he's staying. But right now he's so far removed from the game. He's just had that back surgery. He's got mental health issues. Like short term, Russie. He's wow. gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna wait, 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 you know? wait. Wait, so you're gonna take your franchise and give it to Kyrie Irving. You're putting your franchise in Kyrie Irving's hands. He is it's not I'm not hey, I didn't say we we're gonna win a championship. You didn't say we we're gonna win a championship. But long term, he's gonna fill the seats. Not as he's gonna fill the seats, like he's gonna drop thirty on a night if he if he's there. We just have to hope that he's fucking there because I hope he doesn't destroy that locker room too. Because it's gonna be toxic AF. Very, but like the kid can ball. Like if we're talking about just ball players, like he can ball, and basketball is the only sport where one player can make a difference. So I think you gotta go Kyrie short term because like get him in and out before he gets everyone absolutely crazy. <laughs> Because as soon as he starts burning that sage every day for a couple months, you're going to want to kill the man. So, like, get him in and out, win a championship, do whatever you got to do. Ben Simmons, I'm going to hold him long-term and hope that, like, something gets right. Mm-hmm. Russ, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, hey, I'm not going to lie. I can't. We before the show. If I can get Russ for, like, $4 million a year, I'll take Russ all day. Yeah. But if I got to take that contract right now, I'm sorry, Russ, you got to go. Russ, why is that short-term? You say hand over the franchise, you can, but you, you say short term. term. If I had to do short term, though, no, no, Russ is gone. Yeah. Ben's my long term. No, I'm saying for when you said it to me, you said you would take Russ. You would hand over the. Oh no, you said to hand over the keys to Kyrie. No, you're right. You're, you're handing right. over the keys to Kyrie. Yeah. You yeah, said you're Russ right. is gone. 
And I was like, that's a bad choice given the franchise to Kyrie. It's worked out so well in Cleveland. It's worked out so well in Boston. It's worked out so well in Brooklyn. And now Darian and his Lakers are going to ride with Kyrie for the next 15, I don't know, 10 years. I didn't say I wanted to. It's just that, unfortunately, is just the way. You you gave me a terrible list to end the damn show. I was all happy and whatnot, how this whole thing went, and you're going to end it with that shit. You know I like to end it with misery and pain. Oh, I got to worry about this damn list. Well, I want to thank you all for watching live. Listen, this show is about incorporating you, the listener, viewer, more comments. We're going to use them in the show. And actually, going forward, we want to kind of incorporate one topic of yours, a show. So, like, if you come up with a topic or a discussion point, we'll actually build a whole segment around it. So get in here early, throw out your ideas, your topics, whatever you want to hear. We're here for you. But uh, remember, rate, subscribe, review. Um, at, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good stuff. Appreciate y'all here. Darren, you got anything for the people before we get out of here? That's basically it. I hope you guys stay safe again. Be It's hot out there, so you guys make sure you, you stay cool. Uh, I know a lot of people act crazy when it's hot out, so make sure you stay inside if you can. I like how you ended the show with the PSA for water. Hydrate, people. Hey, man, it's hot. It's hot in those streets. It's, it's hot out here, so make sure that you guys stay hydrated, like he said. <laughs>